Oh, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> okay, let me let me run that. Finally did it. Hello. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Hi, 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 and welcome back to another episode of The Gab with Brielle. I'm Brielle, your resident host and bestie, and hi, hello, come on in because we are in for a very exciting episode, and today we have a guest. Say hello, guest. Hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> Guys, we have had, like, this is going to be just a good episode for the girls because when I tell you, we have been struggling, honestly, with the audio, recording, etc., but we are here to do all the things. So let's just get into it. So I came up with a fun little game called Icebreaker Roulette, which is basically you are going to give me a number one through 11. So overall, you'll be answering questions and get you into the feelings of the show. Are you ready? That's awesome. I'm so ready. Yes. All right. Perfect. <laughs> so give me a number between one through 11. Three. Number Three, what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh my God. Yes, I had to start with a fun one. That's so, I would have to say, you know, Super Trooper from Mamma Mia. I had a phase. I really, really had a phase with ABBA. So it's a great one. If you haven't seen it, you got to see it. It's like the ultimate karaoke song. No. Okay. So it's so crazy. Like I've seen like. It's from the first one, right? Not the new one. It's actually featured in the second, maybe both, but the second one was the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. So I haven't seen the second one. And it's just came on Netflix. I'm you got to do it. You got to do it. I'm so excited for you. No, I will. I will. All right. Your next number. We'll say seven. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? The first one that comes to mind is like, keep your expectations low or your hopes high but your expectations low right I think I tend to get really disappointed by things and people mm -hmm. but as long as like yeah don't lose your positivity and your optimism but you know don't be don't be surprised when things don't work out okay love that give me your next number uh five five what is a skill that you've always wanted to learn I wish like okay I sing for fun but I wish I could like actually sing like opera or like acapella or like a pop star just by like an amazing pop star like imagining opening your mouth and you sound like Adele <laughs> or something can you imagine like no I literally can't just imagine like being Sabrina Carpenter opening I... Swift like just no, living your best no. life I was trying not to mention them because I talk about them way too much but I love them my favorites of all time no, same. Are you a Swifty? Since I was very young. <laughs> no, stop. Okay. What is your favorite, like, sidebar question? What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? You Belong With Me is so solid. I feel oh. like I'd be so proud if I wrote that song, but I also love Cornelia Street. It's so, like, heart-wrenching and awful. But Yes. But um, I love everything i am a like cruel summer folklore myself. no but we'll have to talk about that online because yes yeah the <laughs> girls have to talk okay give me another number number one if you could switch lives with someone for a day who would it be taylor swift next question <laughs> <laughs> you know that's right okay give me the money give Easy. me the glam give me the glam <laughs> all right next number number nine i've only done odd ones so far i think okay what's something mentally physically or emotionally that you're currently working on anxious attachment <laughs> anxious oh. attachment style i've 
realized that's like very, very, very true for me. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm trying to sort through it and like get better about handling it. I'm a very emotional person. No, I am too. So is that like in like friendships, uh, family relationships, romantic relationships, like in what way, I guess? For me, for me, friendships or like anybody I meet that's like, yeah, just like a platonic relationship. I'm not dating anybody or anything, but I feel like with, and I know we'll talk about this later, but yeah. having a recent move and stuff and meeting so many new people, Yeah, I feel like I'm in constantly in that like fight or flight mode I've moved like three times in the last year and I feel like I need to meet people really fast and like hold on to them before they leave me so I I, anxious attachment for sure yeah we're gonna touch more on that later for sure so hold that thought all right next one number two what is your favorite thing about being in your 20s oh I love that there's so much space to explore Mm -hmm. Um, in the article we're going to talk about, they use that term like free child, where I think it was saying like, you just allow yourself to just explore and like be open to stuff. And I really love that freedom right now. I I don't take it for granted. I think for me, mine, it's definitely financial independence. I just like being able to buy myself like a sweet treat. I'm going to get like a new (laughs) desk. I'm so adult. I'm getting a new couch soon that I'm super excited about. And I'm just like, doing all the things I'm like I didn't have to ask anyone for that that's so amazing honestly and honestly the thing is too you don't have to ask anybody like if they like the couch either or if they want that desk like you get the couch you want I think that's awesome exactly and just doing all the things all right give me your next number uh I don't think I've done eight yet in your opinion what is your most challenging part about being in your 20s I think (laughs) the most challenging part is that like there there's so much like emotional turbulence at least for myself Mm. you know it's just like trying to figure out like all these extreme highs and extreme lows and I feel like trying to find the balance is something that only comes with time and experience but right now we're having some of the biggest like shifts of our lives probably Mm. like coming into our own and like being an adult supporting yourself Mm. dating things like that and it's just so much like it all feels very intense right now it doesn't feel neutral I definitely find that sometimes I have a problem with like realizing this is my youth because it's not like my youth youth. It's not like my teen high school years and it's not like my college years, but I'm still in my youth and like in this weird state. Of course, I'm like youthful and like young and hot and fun. But at the same time, like I'm this adult who has like bills and responsibilities and like I have to figure out my life and it's just like this weird place to be in you know what I mean can I say can I just say that's like perfectly said I've been thinking about it I feel like we're the middle schoolers of adulthood like it's just such an awkward phase right now like nobody knows who we are exactly (laughs) we don't know who we are but it's crazy and you have one question left so I will just give it to you okay if you had a book that titled your current stage of life what would it be and why Oh, do you know your answer? That's intense. Do I know with these questions? This is crazy. (laughs) We're getting we're getting to the hard stuff very quickly, (laughs) very quickly. I think for mine, it would just be like finding the light. I think that last year was very tumultuous for me, like overall. And I think this year I've just been leaning into 
the lighter things of life. I really got caught up in like hustle and grind culture last year. And I'm just really leaning into going out to brunch with friends, girls night sins, readings, going to the park, going to the museum, like really just like indulging and finding like the light and like the little things to just like make life like bright and fun and fulfilling. Yeah, I love that. I feel like both of us understand the need to like do name puns. So I feel like mine would be like so far so good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> With my last name because it's so um for anybody who does not know. But yeah. Do you have a why it's so far so good? Like how's your year been going, etc.? Yeah, because I feel like even though obviously you have your ups and downs, the fact is like you're still here today. You've you've survived 100% of your worst days, right? So mm. at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so far, so good, right? And it could only get better, hopefully, if you have the right mindset and are lucky enough, you know? So that for me is that. Well, with that, you have come to the end of Icebreakers. How you feeling? Warmed up? That was great. Yeah. I'm like trying to get better at rapid fire questions. So that was awesome. <laughs> no, you killed it. Absolutely. But without further ado, let's get to an article of the week. This week, I have just been struggling a little bit with perfectionism. I have been on the side of TikTok that is like, especially with women and like beauty standards of like high maintenance to be low maintenance and you should have your nails done and like what femininity is and just being this like most put together version of yourself. And I've been kind of caught up with the idea of perfectionism. So when I ran across this week's article, it was perfect, which is how I overcame perfectionism, which was an article for Vice. The article goes into like the author and like how she got good grades in school, but found success in like adult life. However, she found herself in this like cycle of like criticism, which is like so LOL same. And the article goes in and like weighs in from this coach. And she says this thing that I love. And she says that perfectionism is not a pursuit of excellence, but rather this unreachable idea that leads to consistent dissatisfaction and self-worth. And then it goes to like talk about the dark side of perfectionism and how perfectionism is not a path of success or fulfillment, but rather it acts as like this barrier to personal growth and happiness. And I honestly just ate it up. And I know you also got to read it too. So what are your thoughts about perfectionism in your 20s? Have you been going through it? Have you not? Or what are your thoughts on the article? It was it was an amazing article that like it hurt so good, you know, because <laughs> yes. and I still definitely suffer from, suffer from perfectionism. There was I think there was a part in it that said something like like you're you're chasing love or something. But when you when you feel like you can't find that, then you strive through perfectionism to find like validation and acceptance or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And that really stuck out to me. Kind of like what we talked about with anxious attachment, like mm-hmm. echoes of that, right? Like I feel like, well, if if I don't really feel secure enough that somebody's gonna love me, I might as well strive to achieve something so that they can't they can't not, you know, like yeah. love me or something like that, if that makes sense. So yeah. That for me is how it echoed. But Definitely in college, I used to struggle a lot with the other side of it, just like accomplishments and needing to get everything perfect. But college was also like a very humbling experience for me. And then, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, as many can relate. And like, 
I had to learn through that. I honestly went through such a transformation where like it took a long time, but then I came out much happier because I let go of like those expectations on myself mm. and just realized like you have to do kind of like what you were saying, like kind of chase the light, like do what's what makes you happy and what you're passionate about and like what fills your heart, not what just feels like a line on a resume. You know, I, I definitely like related to a lot of the article. It was a great find. And I just think the whole thing, like when it comes to perfectionism is like, and I'm really trying to embrace this year, but just trying to let go, breathe and just like, I don't know. There's this whole thing with mistakes in your twenties and how everything feels so permanent and so dire and so fatal and there's this whole thing about like being perceived and like that's why you want to be perfect because you want to be perceived as this put together like type of thing but kind of like letting those norms go and just like just living your best life you know overall honestly so well said yes Yes. So if you would like to check out this week's article, it'll be in the bio for you to check out. But what I wanted to talk about with our lovely guest today is living alone in your 20s. It's been a big theme for me, especially lately. I've lived alone for a while, but it's definitely been a journey to get here. Sometimes I deal with loneliness. I've had bad apartments and Honestly, you live alone too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I have for the last couple years. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to get into all the things. So let's just dive into it. First of all, I mean, let's start with, you know, where we all start as. Obviously, you haven't always lived alone. What has that journey been like for you? Yeah. So like growing up with the family, right? Of course. And then I went to college and then I did roommates for like three years. And then by senior year of college, I decided to live alone. But also it was like interesting because I went through college as COVID happened too. Mm -hmm. So halfway through college, I moved back home because I was doing virtual school. And then at that point, my family was stationed for the military all the way in Korea. So like it was a stressful time because I feel like as much as you love your family, at least for me, like Same. I felt like I was regressing because I wasn't taking care of myself anymore. I just, you know, I was just at home all the time and I just kind of felt like I was going back to like being a kid almost, but not in a good way. And then, yes. yeah. Can I, I actually insert like- for that? Because that is such a good point. I was talking to my friend about this, maybe like, I don't know, a month or two ago. And she was basically like, I feel like sometimes when you're around your parents, you become this version of your childhood self and you try to become the person that you were versus the person that you are now that your parents like maybe don't really know as well. And it regresses you as an overall person because you're just like, I'm trying to like obviously relate and like have this relationship with my parents, but I'm like kind of growing out of the person that I used to be, but you kind of find yourself like, regressing in a way I don't know does that make sense yes it totally does and it feels disorienting and sad too because then you're like I don't understand why I'm acting this way yeah this is not the way I usually am but then I feel like frustrated with myself but then also confused Mm. and then also like oh then I feel sad for my parents if it means that I'm like I don't I feel like I'm outgrowing them or something which yeah but It feels like I'm a totally different person, which is weird. So I think it's just, you feel like you have a split personality. It's, it's just so bizarre. 
that experience. Yeah. And then you said you also lived with roommates. I also have lived with like roommates through college, that whole experience. So how was like living with people your own age as well? It's yeah. it's me. It's a me problem. I just, I think I need to live alone. I'm just more that type of person. Honestly, like I've had... <laughs> I've had great roommates. Definitely like I've lived with friends and stuff, but I struggle sometimes with like communication. Like I'm not very good at that and confrontation. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely had some, we'll say like unpleasant experiences probably on my part because I didn't like communicate early and just like the small things, but I kind of let things bottle up over time. So I let some things really get the best of me in terms of frustration and I decided to live alone. But um, again, that's no hate to anybody. It's just me. It's It's not to anyone directly. If you happen to be her old college roommate and you're listening, babe, we're talking about you, (laughs) but not really off the record. Okay. Um, Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) But I feel like I've kind of had the same story as you. So I've had roommates my first two years of college and then obviously like living with family, moved back in with family, that whole Mm -hmm. thing. My wrench was that my grandma who also just needed extra care moved in with us. So that was also an extra barrier. Mm -hmm. But kind of going back to the roommate situation that we were talking about is I definitely know what you mean where it's hard. I feel like it's harder to set boundaries with people your own age. I had this one roommate and she loved staying up late and having, so we had like mutual friends and she would have them like over like super late and I would be like, guys, like I want to go to bed and they would like, they would like joke, like it was a joke, but then it was like fun of you, right? Well, not making fun of, well, kind of, because I was just like, hmm, it's 1 a.m. Shouldn't we all go to bed? And it's like, no, grandma. Like, no, we're like young and fun. And like, (laughs) we're up at 1 a.m. talking about boys. Like, Mm -hmm. come on, don't be that girl. And it's just like, I am exhausted, guys. I'm exhausted. So I just feel like with roommates, I definitely like just living alone better but I also miss like the camaraderie if that makes sense yes it does yeah yeah. you kind of have a built-in like companion almost I feel like yeah I'm not even I'm not even the type of person to get lonely like I love spending alone time I enjoy my own company but I did start to feel that like at the end of the first year that I lived alone I was like wow this is so weird because honestly I just realized how how little I initiate stuff with other people unless I'm like actively around them and living alone makes it so easy to just like you know just like default to like spending all your time alone and that's not healthy all the time yeah I definitely started to get lonely because yeah you're not like built in like around all these people all the time like you used to be so yeah it's a it's a different experience for sure speaking of that I feel like I definitely have been feeling it lately I actually like just did an episode of like my journey to like finding a third place aka a place that I can go I I love that episode that concept is amazing I just did you really yes it was amazing oh my gosh no you're the best (laughs) But I did an episode on the idea of a third place, basically someplace I go outside of like work and my house to like, I don't know, socially interact kind of like they do in Friends or like Sex in the City. And I've just found myself like in this like solitude bubble. So like how has been your journey with like combating loneliness, like living alone? And how are you kind of getting out of that funk yourself a little bit? Yes. 
Well, first of all... And with that, that's where we're going to pause for today's episode. I hope you're enjoying this guest up so far talking about living alone, the highs and lows of your 20s, perfectionism, just all the things that the 20-something girls are going through. So tune in for part two next week where we really just get into the highs and lows of living alone and everything that comes with that. And if you ever lived alone, you know, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times. So without further ado, I will see you next week for another episode of The Gab with Brielle. Bye.